jrootradio.com jrootradio Radio on the line jrootradio Radio on the phone jrootradio Radio on the run you know dr dr simcha right now is uh, is in lakewood and he's celebrating his uh, nephew uh, bar mitzvah and simcha so oh, so, so, so we uh, grab uh, rabbi itzig herbs uh, here and we are basically tied him out to the chair and I told him, we told him that to stay here until you listen to your kids. And uh, let's hear from you kids. What do you think I'm going to be this next year? And uh, Rabbi Itzhak has a new idea. Okay, my new idea is, let's assume that you were the Menahel, the principal, uh, and you had the choice of how to run your school. How would you run it? We'd love to hear from you out there to see how you would run a school. How would you take care of discipline problems? What kind of curriculum you would have, you know? And in general, your, your hashkafas in, in the school, what would you do? Okay, so... Papa <laughs> Simcha! Uh, you know, the, the last week, uh, the, basically the two, two last weeks, we have so many things happening around us, you know. Today we finally closed the, the journal and uh oh, i can't wait to see that uh, i'm telling you i i cannot it's it's first of all i have to apologize to all the people that was involved with this with this journal we unfortunately we couldn't we couldn't take all the all the the articles all the stuff that was in the journal and it's uh, a matter of uh timing and um finance basically uh we we with all the the, the goodwill that we had we we couldn't, uh, you know, create it uh, the time-wise, you know, because our computers are not so fast. Our computer is not so updated. We trying to, you know, I want to say thanks to David Levine and Iran and Iran Yaakov and Sarah uh, Aronov. They, Sarah Sarah, they were sitting days and nights to create this uh, magazine. And really, that uh, up to to the late night, uh, you know, David sit here up to four, four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. Sarah, Sarah was sitting also on the other side of the computer in the other office, and trying to complete this uh, magazine. Unfortunately, we a lot of uh, articles we took out, a matter of sizes and matter of finance, uh, and you know the computer couldn't take it, handle it. Wow! You know, you know, you know what it's working, you know. And yes, you saw yes. you saw our work, and if we had the, the right computer, definitely we we could. And also the the finance, Bezat Hashem, the next week we are going to post all the article in the the virtual journal that will be in jrootradio.com. And so you those, can, those articles uh, that were missed exactly, in the journal will be uh, on, the, on yeah, the exactly uh, all on of the, them. All of them will be on online, online, online. and you can print them yourself. And if you find that some of them are, are um, interesting enough to give you to take you to the community, so uh, you can print it and put it uh, on your shul or put it on you know in the house. That's what many times in Shabbat what we're doing that we found some uh, Torah, interesting Torah, especially my son-in-law Yaakov is uh, is printing, uh, taking go to the few different sites. And he printing a divertora and bring us to ours to the house also. Right, but also, this J Magazine is the first of its kind, if I understand. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is really the first of a kind. I, I wouldn't reveal all the secret until they uh, see it. And until they see it, you know. And, uh, well, and when is when is it going to be released? I believe that uh, I either this Friday or Sunday. Now we are we are we depend. You know, really timing, time, time, timing. And again, I really, really ap- I apologize from all the people that was involved on this and really gave the, the article. You know, and I, I know that my art was tearing apart to, to decide to who to take out or not to take out. And some some article was uh, too long. Sometimes we couldn't fit them on, on the format right, of the right. paper. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Bezat Hashem, Bezat Hashem will be uh, this. So, so kids... Uh, I'm not Dr. Simcha, and Rabbi, Rabbi Itziev is not Dr. Simcha also. I know that he has a special, he has a special voice and a special uh, attraction that you call to him. So, I don't know, something, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to imitate them also. <laughs> so, uh, you can call us and tell us what you think, and, uh, and what you think about uh, the new school year, and what you think what you can improve. And what is good about your school? This is we really expecting to to hear from you, and maybe some uh, idea or some suggestion to the parents and the teacher. You know, I myself spoke to the teacher uh, in Sunday program about a little bit. You know, be more patient, more more. Um, you know, consider that the 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 kids that doesn't seem. The, the right one you know and not not fitting in the, in the box exactly the box what to do. Right. this is this is the mm-hmm. very important you know we spoke about it with dr barav with dr simcha with you we spoke right, about right, it right mm-hmm. that uh, many times uh it's like other profession but this is this profession and to be a teacher is ne- need much more uh, emuna and much more a uh, Savlanut, patient to the to to because you know if I'm working in a house I don't like my my customers I don't I don't go to his house and that's it I say I don't I don't want you right right uh, but if I have to be my teacher and I don't like a kid can do it's, that it's it's <laughs> it, I, 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 and you say it can do you can do it but unfortunately that's uh, many many times we hear that you know what maybe maybe even not even even you like all the kids equally that's I'm doubt it you know even as a father. I see it, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's exactly, yes, but that many times the kids himself are feel different and even, even if you, if the objective teacher in the world, you know, one that are very, very, you know, sometimes the, our eyes is not the same eyes like you, like the teacher. Right, right. And we see ourselves, you know, a small remark or small stuff can be for us, for, for, for a kid, can be like an elephant and the teacher feeling that like it's, it's, a, it's a small ant, the, what you said or what you said, right? Right, right, 100%. So this 100%. is the feeling of the kids and you, can, you cannot tell the kids, oh, okay, don't worry, don't worry, next time it will be easy because the kids get out and it's he's keeping it in on on his image you know they keep it inside the inside, box, inside the yeah, yeah, exactly right. it's bundled up and it's you know it's sometimes and another remark the next day and another remark that and can be mm. close himself or herself right and you don't find him you know so kids if you have something to say please contact the 718 uh, 683 when uh, Rabbi Erbs gave the, his uh, show, 
the phone line was uh, jammed and everybody has uh, something to say. So what happened now? <laughs> I don't know. So let me repeat that uh, suggestion. We want to hear from you to see if, let's say, if you are a menahel or a principal, whatever, and you had a choice how to do the curriculum or run the school, how would you do it? And how would you handle discipline problems? Pretend that you are the principal. Now, being that you are in the child's shoes and you go to school, uh, whatever it is, for a few years already, whatever, so you already experience yeshiva and you already experience how you feel towards uh, the way the system works. Now, uh, let's pretend that you are the menial. How would you run the system? based on your own experience. You know what? And I, I thought the other side also. And maybe if you're a teacher or principal, please call us and see what do you think about, That's correct. about the kids? Right, right, right. What do you think? Pretend uh, yourself you are kids that coming to the class first year, first day in the class. What do you feel? As, you know what? It's very, you know, I, I, I never, I, I, I wasn't a teacher in my life, you know. But it's it's very strange. You come to a group of kids, and you don't, they don't know you. You don't know them, and you have been many years teacher, right? Yes, yes. So thirty one. Okay, so let's let's see. Let's uh, let's. I put you. I put you now in the spot. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. You are sitting. You're standing now. Now in the front of new. Yeah, I know what the first grade is. First grade, first, first no. grade right? I'm yeah. very, very shaking. Very, very, you know. And you look, you, you, and now you start observe all these kids. Moshe, you know, and ask what your name, Moshe, Itzik, uh, Yaakov, Yankel. All this, right. you start looking this, and definitely somehow supposed to have you, you know, like a chemistry, isn't it? I'm, right, I'm, I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, right, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm asking the truth. There, there is a chemistry. There's chemistry that, that you, so, you, right. you, you. Some kids have smile. A little bit, give a smile. Some kids is a little bit shy, and you know, the, uh, uh, some kids is really shaky, is shivering, right? Right, right. right. And there, are, there are some children that I have found so over the years that I've taught that you can be the funniest guy in the world, you can make the bit, most jokes in the world, have a very happy attitude in in the classroom, but there are some people that just that their inner beings, it's, it might be a psychological thing, I don't know, but they just have this thing when there's an authority standing there, they're just petrified no matter what. Even if you make jokes and, and do funny stuff, it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's the, you know, that's now, now like this, uh, what, what, uh, when I said that, uh, let's, let, I don't know, again, uh, I don't know, either phone, the, the phone is dead or maybe you text us, you know, the, the text number 347-927-8398. Let's see if there's any text. I don't see it here. Uh-huh. I see. Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's ask Yossi. Yossi, are you still here? Hi, Rabbi Irv. How are you? Yossi, let me ask you a question. If you were a Manahil, how would you run your school? Well, first of all, I would probably have a suggestion box. A suggestion box? What do you mean? I would probably put in the hallway a suggestion box that any child could go over, or even a, a teacher, a rabbi, or whatever, they could put in the suggestion box. They could put any suggestion that they feel that they feel there should be a change in the school or something better or something that should be implemented. Whatever it is, they could suggest it, and they don't have to sign their names. Wow. That's a very interesting idea. Do you hear that? This is what Jesse yeah. says. It's a very good idea. The question is now. Now I'm looking for the, 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 the you know, the, and allow the, the, the other side. 
Do you think they will take it seriously? Uh, the suggestions? Yes. I don't know. I have mixed emotions about it when I thought. Uh, <laughs> no, he, I'm he, talking reality. No, 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 no reality. Reality, it, it, should be, it should be taken. But I, I do know that sometimes that when suggestions are done, uh, they don't. I know that sometimes uh, uh, teachers, Rebbeim, they sometimes uh, demand that when they have a problem child that, that's showing signs of either uh, ADD or HD, you know, with a, with a capital H, you know, or, or, or they show signs of a learning disability, they want them tested and so on and so forth. But testing costs a lot of money. And when you go through the Board of Ed, they're limited to what they can test because, believe it or not, the Board of Ed doesn't hop that you're learning two languages. One language starts from right to left and one starts from left to right. There's a major difference in between. Your, your load is much higher, so whatever they pick up in doing like that, their testing is not the same as if, let's say, a professional Jewish tester would test because they would pick up from both sides. And, and as a result, I know that parents would always say if they were te- having a child tested, I'm asking to test because we want the best for our child, except I want to know that if I get you know, my child tested, it doesn't matter if a boy or girl, it doesn't matter, if I get the child tested, will the Mora, will the Rebbe, will the teacher, you know, follow the recommendations? Uh, yeah, okay, so now we're coming back to the suggesting, and, uh, you know, I would say that, what do you think about that this box would be uh, open also with a few kids? Let's say that the higher grade. Oh, a higher grade, so the children should open up, and it'll yeah, still the, be anonymous. Yeah, yeah, it will be anonymous. No, 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 it will be anonymous. Everything anonymous, but right. the the it won't go direct only only to the the the, the, the office or to the teachers. Right. It will go also, but you know, some so the student will see what is a suggestion and be a little bit, you know, the other side of the, of the coin or the other side of the fence, and to see if it can be applied. That's very good because you know. One, or, or maybe maybe some t- parents, you know, some maybe some parents get involved on this. No, it makes it makes sense what you say because I, one of the methods that I used to use when I was teaching was let's say if a child you know did something wrong, you know, and I would sit down to him, talk to him privately, and I would say to him, you know, I says, listen, you did such and such. Do you think this was good to do? Do you think it was a bad thing to do? Um, you know, now let's reverse the shoes. I mean, put yourself in my shoe. And I'll be in your shoe, and I did this thing wrong. How would you feel? Let's say you're the Rebbe. How would you feel? You know, and, and what would you do? And then I would, t- I would, I would, I used to stress the idea of, uh, of let's say, I, I, you know, not, not not utilizing so much the word. In the early years, I used to use the word, you know, if you do this, you're going to cause yourself to have a punishment. But later on, my later years of teaching, I changed the terminology to. Um, you know, like a cause and effect type of thing, a consequence. Like if you're going to make trouble, so then you're not going to have time for an extended recess. If you're going to be good, then you can have extra time. If you're going to concentrate on the work and not disturb, then it'll be free time. Or maybe we'll earn time to have a special story treat. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I once had, I found it very interesting. You know, like in my classroom, it's almost like when I do my story show because I bring it to life, I animate it. And that's, you know, so that's, you know, that's why I had once a, a, uh, a what are they called, the monitors, you know, the ones that they send out from the Board of Ed to watch a student in the classroom. And, that you know, she watched a child in the classroom, 
And she said to me at the end, you know, when she spoke to me at a recess time, she said to me she wished that she would have been in my class when she was little, she was saying. And she said that if somebody is normal and doesn't learn in your class, that means it's because they really don't want to. They have to really not want to because it's almost impossible not to. You know, that's, that's something that... Uh, so, we, learning has to be fun. There's no, no reason about it. No, especially in this today. Uh, let's say today in our age that it's, will be, it's uh, difficult to compete with this small gadget that it's called, uh, you know, I don't know, phone, iPhone, iPad, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, with this small square. Uh, right, up to right. like this, this is kind of screen that kids can... And I'm telling you, it drives me nuts. I see kids standing in this, uh, holding this small device, right, right, and playing it, with it, this. It became, it became the new Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, I, and and it's, it's playing with this small, tiny dots going up and down, jumping and running left and right. Right, right. I, I, I don't understand. I really don't understand. For me, it's it's a waste it's, of it's, time. It's not our and generation. It's, and it's and no, it's not our generation. Uh, you know, go outside, play outside, play the take you know, run, take a ball. I, I, I don't understand, I don't have it. You know, I'm telling you, and, and I find also my kids sometimes playing, and uh, I... I, I well, that's I'm, probably why there's a lot more obese children nowadays. You know, it's obese, it's it's maybe, in the, in, uh, what do you call it, uh, eating disorder, not only obese, often this, this even eating disorder, and anorexia is, is rising tremendously. Right, right, right. You know, that, that also, right. It's right. very, very uh, a scary issue. This is something that uh, we... Uh, we approached the many, many menalim and menalot, you know, to the schools, just to, especially in girls' school, uh, this to talk about this issue, and with Rabbi Weinberger uh, and Mordechai Weinberger and the, the other other shows, they're talking how to address how there's the issue of the, uh, you know, food disorder, you know. Right, right. It's definitely a very big thing, you know, because. I think some of that happens because of the way, um, I hate to say it, maybe, maybe the way children and possibly teachers and rebellion interact with, the, with, with each other. Because, you know, if, if a person grows up being happy about themselves and not giving any opportunity to feel, you know, conscientious about their weight or the way they look or something like that, then it doesn't bother them. It doesn't faze them. They, 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 they grow up, you know, with that happy atmosphere and they go on. And it doesn't bother them. But when, you know, they say kids can be the cruelest beings, you know, when, when kids, let's say, uh, they go over and they tease somebody, you know, or they just have to slip one time, slip one time and say, you know, you're so fat. You know, just slip that one mm. time. And and then he says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Then I said, I, I, I didn't mean it. Even though you, you take it back, it's, it's, it's like a bullet. It was shot already. You can't take it back. You can't take it back. You know, and even if you remove it, like you know, the bullet lands and it hits somebody, so you remove the bullet, but the wound is still there. The yeah. scar is still there. The it doesn't go away. Uh, it doesn't go away. And this is things that uh, we have to, to, to consider. You know, to think that's why Chachamim said to us, be careful. Uh-huh. 100%. There's no question about it. And, and I can tell you from experience that even the best of rebellion, the best of teachers, can sometimes assume that they're not, you know, like doing something that should be, you know, insensitive to a child or something like that. And they won't even realize that the child took it the wrong way. 
You know, that's why I used to I used to give out when I was teaching. I gave out a booklet at the beginning of the year. It explained roughly besides you know the teacher's orientation that they had. I gave this booklet in the very beginning, like in the first day. And in this booklet, it explained roughly what they were going to learn and how the learning procedures. And one of the things that I put in in the booklet was that a Rebbe is not a Novi. We don't know what's going on. So if there's any problem, you feel it's a problem, please call and 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 bring it up and speak about it, and not just you know like swallow it on you know like you know like oh that's nothing ah oh, no they won't do nothing oh, not, you know you got to get rid of that attitude they won't do nothing because I do know that even let's say uh, if you want to look at the worst scenario when sometimes a person calls up a menahel and they say to the principal and they say you know uh, this and this is going on. And sometimes, you know, because it's natural, they, they, they want to cover for their school, and they might go, well, this is the very first time we're hearing of this, right? Now, it might be, <laughs> and it might not be. But if enough parents would call and say, you know, we have to do something about the situation on the school bus because there's too much fighting going on, there's no monitor on the bus, and kids are getting hurt and things like that. And, you know, and if it's pressed enough times, something will be done. You know, that, that, that's what I think. So so people definitely, goes back to what I said originally, there has to be a communication thing. And not to assume that a Rebbe is a Malach. I, I remember once, I heard something from Rabbi Deshaun, he gave a speech once. It's he said. You know, uh, in the beginning of the school year, a lot of parents, especially in the younger grades, they pass on a note. They pass on a note to the, to the, to the Rebbe, the mowers, the teachers, whatever, and they say, could you please put my boy in the front? But it's impossible to have 26 to 30 kids in the front yeah. seat. And then there was another thing he said was very, very highly Im- uh, impressive. Was also, he said, you know, um, sometimes a parent says, you know, like, uh, you know, you send them a note when my son does something wrong. Do you ever send them a note, that, you know, when my son does something good? You know, it's a very interesting thought. But then Rabbi Deshaun's response was, how many times do parents send home, uh, send to the yeshiva a note to the Rebbe or the Mora and say, we appreciate what you did and this is wonderful, my son came home with this, my daughter came home with this. How many people actually do that? And he's pointed out something that parents don't even think about. You know, the Rebbe has 26 to 30 children in a classroom. Okay, If he wrote every single day 30 notes to, you know, <laughs> the 30 parents said, you know, your child was very good today, he did this and this and that and that. He would never teach. He wouldn't have time. But, you know, the parent has to look at the class and says, yeah, there are 26 or 30 kids, but there's only one Rebbe, there's only one Mora, only one teacher. Okay? So it's easy for the parent to write a compliment. And there was one thing that I used to know is that, you know, people don't realize, you know, uh, being both sides of the coin, again, like being the Rebbe and the teacher and also a parent. There's one thing that many parents and, and don't realize. That if you ha- Let's say you have to send a note to the yeshiva. Let's say your son came late. You had a flat tire, right? So you wanted to be excused, whatever the policy might be in the school, so you want to write a note. So you just take a ripped piece of paper that's ripped right off of a paper bag or something, and it's not even a you know a neat piece of paper, and you write without even putting a date, without, you know, please excuse my son, please excuse my daughter uh, for coming late, we had a flat tire. I, you know, like, you know, when, when a Rebbe, a Mora, a teacher sees something like this written in such a way that, that gives a feeling like they don't respect us. We're, we're like, a, like a Rebbe, a teacher, Mora, might be like a, 
like an object because if you write uh, if you write a note on a piece of garbage or, or a ripped piece of paper that looks like <laughs> a shmata it shows that you're not respecting uh you know what okay I, i'm not no no we, are, we let's let's put it down I, sometimes there's a pressure and you have to like, say, you know no no but when i what I, what I, I, I understand i understand that but this exactly exactly the point of Right, right. You just touched the teach the, 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 the right, story about about because sometimes, sometimes you see, I tell you, sometimes parents are schlumpy. You know, when I go to an interview with my working right. clothes, I know that uh, I'm I'm already already negative. Uh, we already people judge me, and I want to tell you something. Okay, right. I, I, we had a meeting. With a, a group of Hashivahid, uh, many, many people. And I come in the middle of, I was in the middle of the, my day job, and I had to replace my rabbi in, in this meeting. And I came over there, and I'm telling you, the, 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 the feeling of, uh, that nobody said to me hello, nobody said that, and I just was standing, and maybe they're thinking that I'm coming to fix the electricity, or maybe coming to clean the place. Who knows? But uh, some rabbi come to me and said, oh, I, I know, he knew me, he knew me in this. And he said, I, I need him over you and stuff like this. And, and suddenly, you see that all the approach is different. Different, total different. Right, right, right. And that, that many times, when I, I remember myself going to interview for my children's uh, uh, school. And I tell you the truth. I'm, I don't know if I'm doing it in purpose, but I'm not going to dress with a suit and a black hat only because that it's appear good in this in the system i want to be there that they taking my kids or kids because they are edish boy edish guy boy because they have to be in a in a school and because they're good boys and girls it's not because the parents and how the parents never if I'm if I'm ugly let's let's say like I'm very ugly person you know right. with with a with a bumps on my head and you know all this stuff meaning that this is oh, that's how, that's how we judge people and I expecting this to see that especially with uh, you know people that no, are talking I, with I, the I hello, understand, I understand you know and I, I I'm telling you I, I see it I see it every day it's even to me it sometimes effect you know somebody come to you a little bit smelly, you know, and smelly, you know, that doesn't doesn't dress so properly and very dirty, you know. Uh, so you look at him, a neighbor, right? But if you uh, see, it's, it could be the pattern, could be that somehow it's these kids or these parents don't have the money, don't have the ability, don't give the, you know, you can see, but don't judge on the spot and tag them. That's my problem, my main problem, tagging Tagging the person, tagging the kids. What tagging. we call it labeling. Labeling, okay, yeah, okay, labeling, okay. Okay, you, you, you understand what I'm saying? No, 100%. Right? No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that part that they shouldn't look at the person like this. What I'm saying is that, you know, there's a difference. If let's say a guy can't afford a suit and he comes, you know, with his work clothes or like a, a guy came, he's a plumber, so he's not going to come in a suit, you know, if he just came from the work and he wants to catch the open school night. I can understand that. What I'm saying is... Is is when they approach the Rebbe or or whatever it is or the Moro or whatever, they have to approach it in a respectful fashion. When, when you know because to get mutual respect, you have to show respect. 
You know, I, I had in my teaching career such things that people said I should write volumes upon volumes. I'm going to tell you one story that, that, that'll that blow you away. So uh, one kid once came, you know, and, he, you know, he wasn't, you know, either, either he's absent or he's late, but I remember this part very clearly. What happened was this, I asked him, you know, uh, you know, do you have a note? He says, no. So he says, uh, did you ask your, you know, your parents to write a note, you know, to excuse you? So he said, yeah, I did. And? Now, these are the words that the kid told me. So my, my father said that he's all written out already, so he can't write a note. It's actually, I, I remember I'm telling you, this has actually happened once. Okay, so I'll tell you, so what I'm talking about is not what, what you said, like, yeah, if a guy comes, he's a plumber, and he comes straight from work, and he, you know, he didn't have chance to cha- change over, understandable. But there's a difference, you know, how the person speaks to you. You understand? That, that's what I'm saying. It's how they approach. So when, when a teacher or a mora gets a, you know, like, they, whether we like it or not, and even though it was supposed to be done the kafsus, but the old saying goes, a first impression is worth more than a thousand words. Yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's exactly but, but it. But it doesn't mean that, you know, like, you know, we always say, like, don't talk Lashonara. Be done the kafsus. These are things easier said than done. You understand? Because we are human beings. Like, I remember once speaking to Rabbi Hillel David once, and I asked him a certain shyle about, you know, I was having a, a little problem with a parent that was giving me a hard time and everything like this. And he says this amazing thing. He says, parents don't realize that Rabbeim are not malachim. They're human beings. Yeah. So that's, that's the point. You know, if you're a human being and you have a very, very important job, so you have to, to look at the mirror again and judge yourself, especially before Shana, and trying to be, you know, objective to, to all the kids, even, and more, I would say, more <laughs> to the kids that you don't, that you dislike. Right, right. And, and that's where, that's where a Rebbe, a Mora, a teacher, they all have to work much harder to do that. Because, you know, if, if they gave a bad impression, you know, they it's like even Rabbi Yisrael Salanta, right? That famous story that's told about Yisrael Salanta where he was on a, a train, and in those days, it was not known that smoking is hazardous to health. And he was in a smoking car. And a guy gave him a hard time in, 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 in the train over there. He, he, was, he was a non-smoker, but he, he was sitting in a smoking car. And he was asking him to put out his cigarette and this and that. And when he opened the window, he wanted him to close the window. And then he was eating. He didn't like what he was eating. It smells and this and that, whatever it was. And he gave him a hard time. And he didn't realize he was talking to Rabbi Shal Salanta. But when the train pulled up to the station and people greeted, then he realized, Oy vey, what did I do? Who did I do this to? And he was very upset. And, you know, he begged for Mechila. And, of course, Rabbi Shal Salanta gave Mechila. But then he asked him, what did you come to the city for? And he told him, because he wanted to be a sheikh and he wanted to take the test. Okay? And what ended up happening was, is, is, is basically, in a, in a quick nutshell, is that he went out of his way to help him, which yeah. means to be able to see that point of view, what you're saying is, it is hard work. On, on the Morris side and the Rebbe side and the teacher side, it is definitely hard work. But the, uh, what do they call it, the fruits of the labor speaks for itself. That's no question. And I, I said all that, all, I look at myself and I said, you know, try to imitate the Gdolim, try to, to see uh, how, how big they are, you know, what what kind of behave and uh, right, they right. would, how much, how much things that you're going to expect from the other people and see, you know, they've done like a lot of you know, and this is like, so, 
I know that you have to go to uh, Mariv, no? Right, yes. What, what yes. time is Mariv for you? I want to catch the 9 o'clock Mariv. Okay, so, so, we, yeah. have, uh, so uh, we will finish in this show. And uh, unfortunately, again... Uh, yeah, I guess he just, has that magic touch. Yeah, it's a, probably. It's, uh, you know, the, what do you call it? The flu of, the, of Dr. Simcha? The, the flu. Yeah. Uh, the, the flu, the flu. You know, they, they have a story about the... The guy with the flu. Oh, that, oh the flu, the, the, the pipe, the, the, pipe piper. Yeah, yeah, pipe piper, yes, 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 yes. Simcha the piper. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. okay, so, I wish everybody uh, good night, and uh, yeah. kids, uh, don't be late tomorrow to school, you know, and start a good day. <laughs> yes, 100%. Okay, good night.